Okay, people. Hundreds of anti-establishment protesters marched in central Auckland streets today, but they've got their sights set on the capital. Today's peaceful demonstration was smaller than the one that disrupted the motorway two weeks ago, but it attracted a counter-protest, and for the first time, the leaders gave voice to their political ambitions. Simon Mercep was there. It was a day of two protests. The Freedom and Rights Coalition kept to its anti-government, anti-vaccine message. We're not going to stop. I'm standing here for the vaccinated, for those that are suffering and still going through hell at the moment. Overlooking them, a group with a very different view. I find that whole approach repugnant uh, and it's just not what I want to see in my community. I don't want to see that kind of American right-wing extremist talk. The groups mostly kept apart, but tensions flared when they mingled. Brian Tamaki talked politics and swiped at both Labour and National. This has got to be the worst, the most oppressive government. And we have also the most cowardly, most shameful disgraceful opposition. Near the stage, volunteers took registrations for the new Umbrella Party. Brian Tamaki told the crowd firm verbal agreements are in place with four small parties, with the memorandum of understanding now being finalised. So when will it become a party? So I'd say probably at the end of August, early September. Can you yet name these other four parties that you're talking to? You know very well the answer to that. No, I can't. But I can tell you the unity is really good. Brian Tamaki says he himself won't stand for Parliament. There were several hundreds here today. Whether this new political movement succeeds depends on support. Brian Tamaki wants many more in Wellington in a few weeks' time. He wants a protest on the steps of Parliament. They say if enough protesters turn up in the capital, they may hold a mock trial to hold the government to account. But there was no repeat of a march on Auckland's motorways today. Police kept a watchful eye and later described the protest as a peaceful one. Simon Mercep, One News. 8th of August 2022, welcome to Counterspin. You are live in studio. I'm Kelvin Elp. And I'm Hannah Spira, and we have got a great show today for you, New Zealand. Wherever you are in the world, welcome. We will have two guests in the um, one in the studio and one beaming in from an undisclosed location. Uh, of course, Damien Dement will be joining us first. He is a Counterspin favorite. We are glad to have him back. And of course, Pastor Carl Bromley from down in Christchurch is standing for the mayor in the upcoming local body elections. Now, I'd like to say this this episode is called um, New Zealand Awakening. And of course, this is the great awakening that we are right in. Uh, they've got the great reset. Our response to that is the great awakening. It's a special day today, Calvin, because today, of course, is the 8th of August. And for all of you ast astrology entre um, enthusiasts out there, August the 8th is a very important day. The Lions portal is wide open. So get your manifestation hats on and uh, start 
focusing every day, every moment on the freedoms that you want and the freedoms that we will get because we are working together and our day of reckoning will come. So hang in there, guys. Calvin. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> As you know, on the weekend just gone, we had um, Brian Tamaki led Freedom Rights Coalition um, protest at the Auckland Domain. Uh, a lot of people turned up, of course. All shapes and sizes, all colors, creeds, races, you name it. Everyone in unity coming together. All have different ideas. They don't all agree with each other, but they come together to push a common cause. And that is the rights and freedoms and get the hell out of our lives. We can govern ourselves. We don't need you in any state. And in the next corner, you have Mark Graham and his bunch of uh, colorful uh, creatures up there at uh, the Auckland Domain. And of course, we uh, have footage of that. Do we not? Yes, we do. Um, and before we roll that um, to set the scene for Damien Dement, we did actually speak to um, Mark Graham. And, uh, yeah, he was pretty rude, to say the least. Uh, we had a good discussion leading up to things, and he ended up actually calling us Nazis and despicable and all sorts of things. So uh, yeah. we may actually play that play that audio at some and point Mark, in time. Mark, you were taped. We taped the whole thing. So we got you. Yeah. So, you know, they, these people profess to be um, – I don't know community enthusiasts, and yet here is a whole bunch of people in their community that they are excluding, and they don't want to. They don't want to support this minority, and and a lot of these people have, of course, as you all know, been locked out of jobs, locked out of families, locked out of community spaces, all because they chose not to take a toxic poison. And also, I want to say, I want to preface this video with what you're going to see here is one of their supporters. They had obviously scoped out our team. We spent we sent our team up to the domain to to catch this footage. We we started testing out our new 360 cameras, which you guys helped us get, and of course the mics as well. We we want to thank you guys oh, for that. And um, thanks to the Bryland Centre as well for making this happen tonight. So um, if we if if anyone on our side did this type of behaviour that you're about to see, we would be crucified. It'll be all over the news. Um, we would be lambasted. So what you're going to see is a woman. Um, who obviously had been checking out our camera operator and in the end she um, puts something in his bag that, you know, is really... We will let the video speak for itself. Yeah, let's roll the tape. Freedom and Rights Coalition gathered with their families on the Lower Auckland Domain grounds. They demonstrated their concept of freedom. Meanwhile, up at the Anzac Memorial, the woke Liberal Antifa counter-protesters, aka the Kindness Brigade, demonstrated this. 
So you're looking at international socialism, communism, and that's what you've got going on behind here. Okay. They, they are anti-bribe tamaki, they've already said that. And I said, well, what churches? She said, Brian Tamakit's church. I said, you realise he doesn't get charitable uh, money anymore? He's not under a charitable status anymore. Oh, what about the eco-churches, the eco-feminist churches? What about them? Oh, no, only Brian Tamakit. Here we go, people. Doesn't matter about anyone else. Here is an attack on religious freedoms. Thank you. I wear pink for everybody. Put out a message of aggression, and you are. I will hate anyone who takes away my rights and my ability to feed my family. How do All these people out there, there's a lot of people who have mandated out of jobs. Is that hate? And you do what? not deserve to actually. No, so here. you're saying that Go people are committing suicide because they Go can't provide for their families. We reject you your them, message. You want them to be mandated. Go over you there. want them to be jabbed. I don't have to help them. They're kicking your ass all day long. This is the weakest shit I've ever seen. So what are you guys talking to me for? We're trying to make your way just to escalate. No, 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 look, look. We have had a protest plan, and it's about all Kiwis, and of all creeds, colors, genders, it doesn't matter. 
bringing rainbows and pink and shit here to try and push an agenda doesn't help people who have got starving families who need fucking jobs because they can't get jobs because the government tells them they can't do it. And then people like this reinforce that socially. Now people commit suicide. You know, like six, you know, 660 people last year committed suicide. 60 of those were kids under 12 because they see mom and dad are fucked up. Mom and dad need help. And these guys think it's okay to let that shit slide. So they're gonna sit out here and wave, gonna wave dildos and, oh yeah, this helps everybody. You're a fucking idiot. Brother, that was an absolute circus. I've never seen people so quick to run into you and tell you to not think. Don't think that way, don't do that, go away. That's all they want you to do is just do what they say. That is the literal epitome of fascism, right there. I didn't think fascism would ever show up wearing fucking rainbow and tutus, but it has. So you disagree with his point of view? Yeah, don't you? Sort out your split ends. Oh, mate, I am. You're free. I'm not a narcissist. If I'm a narcissist, I'm using. You're quite free to speak. Please to make tell us. sure everyone gets heard. Not just you, fucking people. But you just called him a fascist. So what's the definition of fascist for you to call him a fascist? You got something on your bag? Yeah. Something on your bag. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for checking it out. You've got something in your bag. Good on you. Probably a bag full of feces. Yeah. Hold on to that. He's dead. Told you they did dump something in my bag. Welcome to the show, Damien. It's great to have you as part of the Counterspin family. What do you make of that? Probably oh. have to unmute if you want to. Chat. Okay, are you on mute, Damien? Yes, unmute. That would be great. Ask to unmute. All right, just while Damien. There we go, guys. Sorry about that. No, that video. That video, um, to me, is the first time I've seen it. So, um, my first response is. The double standards are disgusting. Could you imagine any of us and any of our protests interfering with the camera people or people in their professional capacity doing their jobs, messing with them? I mean, that woman was going after Justin's personal uh, effects. Um, he's got expensive equipment in that backpack. And not only did she try and go after that backpack once while he's trying to do his job, she came back after it again. Now, if we were to try and ever do this do you think it would be accepted no way 
That's right. And I think the people need to be outraged because that's the people's equipment for the people's platform. Now, they had the perfect opportunity to come to Justin, come to the team and actually put their side forward. But they didn't. They just wanted to be antagonistic. They just wanted to be basically fruitcakes walking around like uh, pop up dolls at a bloody candy store, you know? I mean, if that had happened, if that had have been, if the shoe was on the other foot, they would have been screaming to the, I don't know, to their rainbow unicorn colored god or something. They would have been them. so freaked out. It'd be like they were when Trump won that time. You know, they would have been absolutely over the they, This what I noticed is the lead up to even that moment is just getting there. You know, first off, it's a bit, it's a bit perverse and a bit just spoiled sport sort of um, hissy fit of them to throw a so-called counter-protest what they saw for democracy but is actually in just anti-democratic in its very principles i mean you saw from the the video footage that was put together there that the brian tamaki event was a nice event it was well run brian uh brian's events and hannah's events are always well run uh grateful for them for that and you know what this is the the same dilemma that people have with brian tamaki or people like myself or people like maybe carl Oh, and if you are joining us, uh, Damien is having Everything a bit of so. um, a storm where he is. So he did give us a heads up that his uh, power and internet might be in and out. So it might just be that he's dropping out. So if you do recognize that woman who um, put a, a rotten egg in our team's bag, then please email zteam at counterspinmedia.com because we actually need to take this further, don't we, Calvin? Yeah, we need to have her charged. She can't get away with that. That's assault. She touched him, she touched his stuff, and then she came back for another go. It was like the criminal just wanting to make sure that it actually committed the crime. Or the arsonist. Yeah, she Their wanted to see. To make sure she, it's on fire. she wanted to make sure that that egg had been squashed, and luckily for us, uh, it wasn't. Because as your equipment, she would have ruined. You people are the ones who fund this. And that's what that's what counts. So, um, And do you notice, it was not exactly an epic crowd on their side. Now, these are people who did a big run up to that, and they actually advertised for people, anyone from Dunedin wanting to be flowing up just to join that. The only reason it even looked like there was a small crowd was because the tutus that they were wearing spaced <laughs> them out. Otherwise, put them all together. Jeez, they could fit on your porch. Yeah, so Damien has just sent a message through and has confirmed that there was a ma massive lightning strike where he was. Um, but these protests are going to continue. There is one this Saturday. Oh, it looks like he's back on in Christchurch. And the following Saturday, oh, the following Tuesday, uh, the 23rd, is in Wellington when Parliament will be sitting. And from what we can gather, there are counter-protests organised for these ones as well. Yes, and um, oh, they'll probably be just as lame, to be honest. I mean... If you ever had any doubt that mainstream media has been lying to you, that the whole woke left has been lying to you, and everyone else, these demonstrations prove it, New Zealand, you are on the right side. Because the left cannot be right, obviously. Um, I've always wanted to say that, and I finally said it. Anyway, you're on the right side because numbers alone show it's in your favor. The avalanche, that human tsunami we have been talking about has now on its peak it is getting there the others on the other side i guarantee they've lost people because someone on that side would have lost loved ones due to this jab and this is what everyone's up in arms about because now they're coming for your kids they can mess with us as adults we have a freedom to choose and they may be difficult choices but we still 
can say no. Children can't, especially if you've got brain-dead parents who take them out to get jabbed just because someone in authority told them it was okay. That is not okay, because as you as a parent have to have the best interest of your child at heart. And if you can't take a bit of time, take a deep breath and ask yourself, who stands to benefit by me believing their bullshit? Then there's something wrong with you. Yep. We've got to be able to question everything and also hashtag it's okay to be wrong. Okay. We need to start the conversation saying it's okay to be wrong. I had a lot of beliefs um, and I suppose we should bring up the fact that Dr. Paul Buchanan, um, an ex-university, um, Auckland University professor came out last week, just as Calvin predicted, blaming these um, these false school bomb threats uh, on the anti- insinuated well, it. yes, and he he insinuated it. he blamed us without any facts and evidence that we were the ones, or not us personally, but our movement or the anti-vaxxers, the anti-maskers, or all, all the freedom lovers were the ones who had um, made, the made these phone calls, rerouted through an international uh, number, and he's blaming us. And this guy, you know. He, I, I was um, in his classes at Auckland University. He's, um, <laughs> he, he was completely uh, talking about Marxist revolutions at universities and promoting Marxist theory. So this guy, you know, we could talk a lot about him, but it looks like Damien is back on. Damien, can you hear us? Yes, I can. All right. looks like we've got audio only. Um, so what, what, else, what else did you experience that day? Uh, that day was nuts. When I first got there, I just noticed the intensity of the people there had no interest in 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 really anything other than their own ideologue. I mean, this is the thing. They are focused on only the various little things that piss them off or upset them, but they don't ever focus on anyone else but themselves. Or as Brian Tamaki events and you know Linda Horton was there, great speakers, well organized. You could tell that Everyone was in it together. They felt like no matter where they came from in society, we all had some common ground to work with. And that was wonderful. But talking with these people, you can tell that they're very aggressive um, people who are have ex very exacting expectations about what everyone else should do to accommodate just them. And I, and I really mean to make this clear that you know, the type of protests that we're all a part of um, and we have all been a part of are broad ranging. They uh, they involve the whole uh, cross section of New Zealand. And what we saw at the counter protest um, was a very small subset of extremists who are are all very politically motivated. Um, and, and and it's and they're only really focusing on just their little sliver of society. Do I feel for some of these people and, and some of their causes? Yeah, absolutely. But what I found so crass is I wanted to try and find an opportunity to clarify with these people that we're there about human rights. Sorry, guys, there's amazing thunder just outside my house. Um, I wanted to clarify the point about human rights, and that's what Brian Tamaki were fighting for. But every time I started engaging when they kept beating me up about homosexuality and how this and that and the church – and so what I'm seeing a lot in words on social media is Christo-fascism or Christian-based fascism is what they're trying to, to label us all as. And I found that really disgusting. Yeah, yeah they're, they're not interested in the morals of anything. It just happens that um, some of the people speaking out, like every damn church should have been doing from the start, 
but instead they've left it to one or two who actually have the balls to go out there and say something. And of course, they take all the hits instead of it being spread around. That's the thing that annoys me. These are the people who uh, this is we're talking institutionalized religion here. These are the people who, um, you know, God will save me. God will do this. But then they tell everyone to go and get jabbed, close down if they're not, ostracize people for not doing what the government says. And that's just complete and utter bunking because they're guilty of aiding and abetting the democide that's taking place in this country and indeed around the world. Absolutely. I think the one thing that <clears throat> this group we've noticed is that they are very self-serving. Okay. And and these are uh, fortunately the most, some of the most self-serving people um, in our whole society work in government or are part mm. of an apparatus that continually feeds us a message and a narrative that puts Kiwis uh, in harm's way. Linda Horton with the New Zealand Health Forum has outlined that many times as is Sue Gray and, and Matt Shelton. And you could tell these people until we're absolutely blue in the face that you really need to look at this. We may have disagreement, but I care enough about you as a human being that you should look at this and just simply out of spite, these people will never look. And I think that is pretty startling that the human brain and human psychology is, is so stupid sometimes that people just simply out of self-preservation of their ego will never look at something that might work to help them in their biological life you know and yeah and damien don't you find it fascinating how well um this far left extremist um group how interconnected they are with the media they got so much media coverage leading up to this event and of course um all the other protests you know on on the other side that they get no coverage only after the event they they try and demonize it and of course uh they had casey hodgkinson there as well who spoke and they've demonized her not only in the media um on social media but also they managed to shut down her give a little page and she's now in a wheelchair i mean she was pro-vaccine she took it as as she was asked to thought she was doing the right thing and now you've got all these trolls with no empathy they're absolutely unkind and they're just the uh, the opposite of what they claim to be gross because a lot of these people that i've seen in that group you're right all these protesters they're all interconnected whether they are working um for the various um unions like for example unite union it was heavily represented um so were uh, so were the universities were represented there i also saw um a lot of um consultants i know that there's several consultants who work in the the organization group who all are part of the same type of consultants who the government has been you know, spending billions on over the past four, five, six years um, and wasting money. And these people are all, all feed are, are all lucky enough to get their, their big slice of the pie. So they have a vested interest to make sure that this system continues to roll forward. Absolutely. Now, I just want to uh, tell the audience what I was saying to Calvin there because you know she forgot she was on camera. Pay out Sorry. for them, and they did get a lot of coverage. They had up with uh, Radio New Zealand, the New Zealand Herald, even um, on the day the the actual media outlets would never even look at me. I could Discovery or TV Three News Hub, whatever you want to call them, they couldn't even look me in the eye because I think. They know that if they have an interview with me, that they're going to have to, I don't know, 
address whatever it is that I say, and they can't control that. So if they can't control it, they don't want to get near it. And uh, you've seen that. How many times do you think Counterspin Media has ever had a fair handshake from anyone in the media? Yeah, well, you're just imported ideology and your accent doesn't help. But I was just, <laughs> I was making a joke to Calvin um, when we heard the massive cracks of thunder coming through your line. I said, the storm is upon us because the storm is upon us. We're in the Great Awakening. And maybe, Damien, before we wrap up, maybe we could get some comments um, on the good that you're seeing. You know, we're going to play some footage at the end um, from from what's happening in America because that with the primaries coming up, you know, that they are literally draining the swamp. To, um, de, de, um, Certifying. Decertifying, yeah, the, the rigged election. But also, brick by brick, they are disassembling the corrupt bureaucratic system over there so um how do you see things unfolding here in new zealand and do you think um australia america's a little bit in front of us and what's going to happen in new zealand but before you answer that damien before you answer that come on people tell me why is it a lot of people on the left not all okay i'll qualify that but most of them look like inbred hillbillies with severe <laughs> retardation tell me that seriously it's because of the gender identity. There's no such thing as gender anymore, and they can choose what they want to be. And it's like the university ones have been ugly, studying too much in their bloody lab doing cross-species uh, bloody biology. We're, we're in postmodernism where ugly is beautiful. So there you go. Ugly is beautiful. Ugly is just damn ugly. Okay, what do you think about that, Damien? I think they're just beat-down people. I, I think that they're ugly to the core, but I think that they're beat-down people who have been psychologically manipulated for a very long time and don't realize how bamboozled they truly are. And I think if these people actually were were to utilize their beautiful God-given brain for for what it's intended for, which is you know think clearly, use all information, be moral, um, they would have a much better life. But because they have given essentially subcontracted out their thinking to other people, well, they're getting really bad service. Yeah, so, yeah. Terrible fuck. But I'll tell you this, Mom, what do I think is going to happen? New Zealand's six months, six months or more behind the United States. But the decertifications are are absolutely going to happen. Multiple um plus on top of that, you've got multiple states um all over, not only about to decertify, but about to take action against against state uh, against people who were in various parts of the election system. And and it's and how it was handled and obviously all of the malfeasance within it. This is going to absolutely change New Zealand completely because if as these people start getting arrested um, and it starts becoming clear that the U.S. election really does have a question mark over it, New Zealand will look the same because similar tactics, I believe, were used here. Um, Mandy Hank, who's an American who works for an organization here in New Zealand called toatoa.org um specifically has that organization has worked to stymie and stifle the discussion of kiwis questioning the validity of new zealand's election results um at the last election um i don't think, I don't think we've had a uh, decent election for decades to be honest especially central and local ones <clears throat> because of mail-ins i think you know um yeah, we'll talk about that when we uh, bring Carl on, but but I've, I've got a few choice words to say about that as well. You know what? What will really happen is is that we're going to become emboldened. Uh, we're going to see how pissed off uh, Americans get. We're seeing other countries in their own the world all handling their own corruption in their own way. And, um, you know, that's everyone's right to do that is 
When there is crime and criminality in our nation, we need to sort it out peacefully as we can. And we're, we are doing that. The awakening is a positive thing. Uh, the reset is a punitive thing. And people are inherently positive people and will lean towards the positive rather than the negative. Because yeah. and um, And remember, or we keep going on about it and we will keep going on about it until we have this satisfied. We want to see the unredacted Pfizer contract that this country signed us up to. That basically guarantees by our wealth to meet certain KPIs to jab you up the wazoo. Because in Australia and that, we hear that there's seven jabs that have to go. Just it's 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 happening with the release of I think the Brazilian one and the uh, Albanian one that basically shows what's been happening. It's corrupt to the core. Um, the New Zealand government is a parasitical uh, international criminal organisation. I can tell you that without any fear of contradiction because I've but basically said everything to get arrested or done for defamation. They won't come after us. Why? Because we have the facts and evidence ready to go. All these court cases that are happening now, judicial reviews, they don't allow you to cross-examine. They don't allow you to bring in the evidence. Well, we're ready with that. We're ready to go. But they will not push that button because they know the whole house of cards comes tumbling down. We want to see the isolated um, SARS-CoV-2 virus that doesn't exist and never did. Like I told you guys from the start, we've called the plays all the way through. COVID-19 is a brand name. It's like Nike. All it is is the symptoms that you're meant to get from the SARS thing. Okay? So that's all it is. Basically, they rebranded common cold and influenza because that took a two-year hiatus. It was on holiday for two years. You know, then it come back, waited at, uh, at MIQ at the border. And as soon as Bloomfield said, hey, flu season 2022, come and get your flu shots, which is the same shit they're peddling with the other crap anyway. Because how can they come up with all these boosters for these unknown variables that they've never isolated as well? And it just makes no sense. Anyone with a functioning damn brain cell would know this inside out. So start to question people. And all those who um, you know, I used to think to myself, can people really be that stupid? And then after seeing these counter protests, yeah, yeah, they can. But two things that I think we should now keep an eye on, Damien, you might have a comment on this as well. Um, so we've got like these counter protests starting um and of course i believe that the national party is probably going to get in in this next election as probably depressing as that sounds if people are stupid uh for a lot of the freedom movement because yeah it would be great to see all the minor freedom parties come together and unite and actually have you know some sort of common push forward um but in lieu of them actually getting in and, and forming a majority the national party is national in name only they are called the Ninos. They actually are more in line with the Labour Party globalists than they are with their own. They, national stands for your own national people, the good of your own country. It's make New Zealand great again. That is what the National Party should be. So it is time for the National Party, true conservatives or true nationalists within that movement and within that party to stand up and break away from the National Party because they are the Ninos. And we actually, we actually, I think when the Ninos get in, we will see the, these counter-protest people, anti-far, Black Lives Matter, the far left here in New Zealand, they are going to ramp up big time. And that is when we're really going to see uh, the exposing of the underbelly of this country. Um, and the other thing, Calvin, I think is that if, you know, you did go to court or if anyone on our side did go to court, they, they'd do an Alex Jones on us or, you know, they'd do a Steve Bannon on us. What like, do you think about try that, to silence them. Yeah. Wouldn't happen. Absolutely. They're going to try and use every part of the system, uh, judicial or otherwise, uh, to 
to pressure us out of their ecosystem because our information ecosystem in New Zealand is in a chokehold by these criminal organizations. I call it the swamp. Um, and, you know, this is where never ending money from the government towards the media outlets continues to create the public acceptance for us being such loathed people, such untrustworthy people as they would they want to label us as. Um, and but we we all know there's we all know there's discontent and it's real it's palatable and that that effectiveness of these of the of the propaganda is waning because all you got to do is go onto Facebook and look at the the comment section of any of the mainstream news outlets and the first three four five comments typically speaking are usually roasting the and absolutely uh, making fun of all the propaganda and the bullshit with it Kiwis are passive aggressive. I hate saying that, but it's the truth. I did a video a long time ago basically telling Kiwis they needed to harden up and become revolutionaries in, in their own damn war if they're going to win their country. And sure enough, Kiwis are doing it. But Kiwis do vote for their feet. You know, They quietly walk away with from something rather than make a big stink about it. And what I do see happening is that they will try and pressure uh, organizations like VFF, you guys, uh, doesn't matter O'Brien Tamaki but the more they pressure the more it's going to blow up in their face I, I think we're at a point there we've passed the event horizon they can't stop it anything they do to try and stop it just comes off wrong if they don't try and stop us it's just we just keep marching forward to them I really think the swamp truly are really stuffed at this point in time and anything they try and do will come across really really oppressive and i think kiwis largely are willing to stand up for it now more than ever because it's getting bad out there yeah and of course <clears throat> in the papers we're all white supremacists nazis sympathizers you name it i mean they keep calling us far right i i don't know where the center is in this equation so how the hell can we know we're far righters you know yeah. what i mean and, and what is far right oh yeah if, if you mean absolutely correct, you're 100%. I'll take that label. No worries. Because the left cannot be right, obviously. Now, there's a lot of different plays on that if people want to work it out in their head. But that's basically the way it is. Left is six ways from Sunday. They're gone. That's their history. They're over. It's just a matter of time now until they realize it. We already knew it. We knew it from the start. They're, they're just it's like catching on here. Well, I on my could tell you is that I feel as though that while it's frustrating that we're continuing to battle this, I think the disrespect, the lack of faith, just everyone really just sort of rolling their eyes at the government, it's becoming almost standard behavior for us all. And that's not sustainable. So while I do have faith that we're going to win, guys, I, I have sadness in my heart that sadly, you know, it's not going to be as fast as we'd like because um, – Winning hearts and minds and getting people to see such a, a massive crime is not easy. You know, there's a lot of normalcy bias in there that you have to pick through. Yeah, I suppose one of the biggest um, issues I have is that the people, um, a large portion of them, even the ones on the left, are going to be dead because they've taken the jab. And the more they get boosted, the more of them are going to die. The stats are already showing that. So maybe if if they just listen to us for once in their damn lives and say, Hey, we could have stuffed up. I've been jabbed. How can I try to reverse what is ultimately going to happen? Because 
all experts are saying you're on borrowed time. You're going to yeah. be dead soon. That's why I, I joke with people. Actually, I don't joke, actually. Put me in your damn will if you think the jabs are great. I'd be a wealthy man by the time I finished here, and at least the housing crisis would be solved. Most of you'd be dead. I did a really sad exercise. I took my family tree, and I marked on my family tree of my extended family all the people who are vaxxed and who are not. And my son is an only child, but my son will literally likely be the last dement person in my entire family because they are all vaxxed, and my wife, myself, my son and my mother decided not to. But when my son is a, a full-grown adult and I've passed on, my family tree is going to narrow down to him. Isn't that crazy? <clears throat> Certainly is. Well, thanks for coming on, Damien. We'll uh, be uh, meeting up together because we will be doing a show together soon uh, You know, to be revealed. Uh, it's going to be epic because it's going to be the man stuff. Um, <clears throat> sorry about that. You'll be getting ousted. Damien will be coming on. Um, so yeah, thanks very much, buddy. We'll catch up with you again. And uh, on the other side of the break, people, we will have mayoral candidate and uh, councillor hopeful Carl Bromley. Thanks for coming on, Damien. We really appreciate that. I'll uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Hang in there, guys. Um, all is not lost. Look, I just want to say one thing. As much as we need to focus on uh, highlighting the darkness out there in the world, i.e. the World Economic Forum, um, you know, the deep state, the Council on Foreign Relations, the Bilderberg Group, um, the United Nations, all of these entities, we also have to look within because that darkness also exists within ourselves. So as long as there is a... I put a, a torch down your mouth. As, as yeah, long as there is some unrecognized darkness within ourselves, then this will all continue because at the end of the day, it's all of us who are authoritarian um allowing the authorities to dictate to us who are order followers that is the problem everybody needs to stand up say no you're a sovereign being find your light within connect with the the light above and um it's when we all find our moral compass that this is going to end so um i'm going to leave you guys to it uh please Thanks to Ouchie Powder as well for being um, a sponsor of the show. They've given us um, 200 little bottles. So it's a great product for healing wounds. Please email merch at counterspinmedia.com. It's a win, win, win. You get a great product. We get some support and uh, we're helping a really brave company. Actually, New Zealand company. Yes, a brave New Zealand company actually stand up and do the right thing. They're 100% behind us. They're 100% behind you guys. And uh, we all need to support each support each other so merch at counterspinmedia.com to get your ouchie powder and also uh, we still have a few more um samples of our of our let's not forget tour merchandise once it's gone that'll be it uh the ladies were at the domain as well um but yeah merch at counterspinmedia for that so let's roll that um that little advert and uh then you'll be joined by pastor carl bromley and calvin see you soon Mama, I have an ouchie. It's okay, Mama will fix it. Simply shake ouchie powder directly onto the wound. The natural antibiotic properties of ouchie powder will sterilize the wound. Once the powder is applied, wait a few seconds while the ouchie powder absorbs the excess blood and forms a protective layer sealing the wound. Thanks, Mum. Can I go play now? Ouchie powder fixes wounds fast. And here we are, we're back now. Uh, as you can see, I gave uh, Hannah a haircut, put her through a, a gender transition, and voila, we have a Cole Bromley ready to run for mayor. Yeah.
Sam. <laughs> Jeez, they're gonna make they're gonna they're gonna milk that for nobody's business. Anyway, speaking of that, now you've you've you're you're running for mayor, as we know, and the council at the same time. So hopefully you'll get one of them. So we'll get some sense on sense on the board. Um let, let's start, let's try and step people through this process because I've got a slideshow presentation ready, uh, just to help prompt and and to help you see where things have gone and how how they uh, come to be so you let's have a look at the uh attacks you've you've received all right you've had a lot of vicious online attacks i'll be asking you a few hard questions as well and you better be prepared to answer them because no one gets a free pass with counterspin <laughs> um although we give the other side of the coin because that side is millions and millions of dollars a whole lot of uh, resources and plenty of retards to spread their crap so um there was one particular uh, part. I think this is a section taken out of a much larger piece where they targeted a whole lot of people, including us. And it says, of course, the far right pastor Carl Bromley is seeking uh, the Christchurch mayoralty, but has not succeeded in attracting much support from the movement more widely. Um, blah, 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 blah. People can read it there on the screen. Um, do you see how they premise everything with far right? It's like it's like a catchphrase. It's like when, when if, if, let's say if you're giving a speech, 75% of people hanging on you every word. Or say everyone's hanging on every word. And as soon as someone at the back says, you conspiracy theorist, bang, it shuts down the minds of at least 75% of them. They won't hear another word you say because they don't want to be attracted or, or uh, infected with that conspiracy theorist view. What do you have to say to that? Yeah, absolutely, uh, Kelvin. That uh, piece there was taken out of the uh, spin-off, actually, spin-off media, who's incidentally getting uh, big bucks to um, warmingly and encouragingly cover the local elections. So it's really nice that uh, the government is paying a media organization such as a spin-off, I think uh, Toby Manhire, uh, uh, you know, as a propagandist, it seems maybe. He's uh, literally a man hire. They're man hiring him. It's yeah, been, maybe. It's been crap. Propaganda, um, I, won't, I don't want to say a propaganda media a prostitute, maybe. I don't know. I don't want to say that. I figure to the speech. Journalist of whore. But, um, You're yeah, a pastor. I'll say it for you. It's uh, very concerning that these are the people who uh, constantly defame and slander, smear, and try to paint me and others in a dim light uh really showing their showing what they're about really and it's about you know uh, selecting candidates not electing candidates and uh really using this kind of terminology far right past i mean what does that mean when i think of far right i think of nazis uh shoving jews into uh railway carriages and and tricking them off down the track to be a uh, guest i mean what the heck well the uh, point is you'd actually be there trying to save them Exactly. So I mean, exactly. So these far right anti-government, they use well, anti-go. I'm not anti-government. I'm anti-corruption in government. So they use all these terms to uh, slander, defame, and paint in a dim light. Then you really have no recourse unless you have very deep pockets to do anything about it. Yep. And again, uh, people like uh, Lee Williams. Okay, he was attacked left, right, and center. He was uh, driven out of the country, and then he came back with reckless abandon, thinking, "No, I'm going to stand up to you, pricks, and I'm not going to let you cross this line." And his support of you has now um, somehow morphed you both into this juggernaut of misinformation, disinformation, you crazy theorists, and oh, it's bedlam. Explain that one. You're exactly. You can see by this shot here. If you're seeing it, folks, on the screen here, you you couldn't. Uh, construct a more vulgar, vile, purposeful, conscious attack on a on a past on a Christian than to have someone else nailed to a cross and crucified. That's the most vile, sacrilegious thing you could come up with. And these folks get away with that. You won't see this across the headlines on mainstream media. You won't see anything happening there. 
And uh, so these people have no moral compass, uh, absolutely violent, and they get away of it. Just disgusting. Just again, more, more absolute based trolling from the left that, you know, in a totalitarian state, that's acceptable by the government. That's why, as Calvin was saying before, Hannah and Damien, that, you know, if, if we did things like that, which we wouldn't do because we're moral people, we would literally get taken to the cleaners and exactly. locked up and arrested. These guys get away with it every day. Yeah, blue murder because it's part That's of the right. agenda. They're just another arm of the government pushing the WF, the NWO, you name it. It's all coming to a town near you. Now, another one, even when you get a platform where you can actually safely uh, voice your opinion, okay, your opinion or your what you want to think is one thing. It's whether you act it out because words without the intent to action are baseless. They're meaningless. They, they don't mean anything. Of course, you get a... Uh, a platform like the public address, a community page of blogs. And look at the description they give that speaker. New Zealand's far right, here we go again, uh, hate preachers and the platform YouTube gave to uh, build them a movement. But that's fine because YouTube also gave you lefties, your pedophile channels and your child trafficking channels and your selling of um, cupboards, you know, children's cupboards worth like fifteen, twenty thousand $20,000. You know, there's a child that comes with that. Um, so, it's, it's just ridiculous, isn't it? The, the attacks are relentless. Even people like, let's go to the next one, actually. Um, Antifa. Now, Antifa, that's a gem of an organization full of absolute nutcase lunatics. Lefty loons, we'll call them. Um, how, how, where did these people come from? They kind of just woke it. They kind of been hatched in some um, facility and then just let loot. Or maybe they did. Well, it's amazing of Marxist ideologues, isn't it, Kelvin? They always say the opposite to what they're doing. Projection. Now, these guys, Antifa, Antifa, anti-fascist, they wouldn't know fascism if they fell over it because they're actually, by nature, supporting fascism. And uh, in, in reality, people like myself and Kelvin, I believe in David Dement, we'd be more anti-fascist in reality than these guys are. Without a doubt. And yet this is typical Marxism. Marxists say the opposite to what they're actually doing. So they preach kindness, but they're cruel. They talk about anti-fascism, but the fascists themselves. Yeah. And this is a personal favorite of mine. This is what we call celebrity square, shall we? We'll bring that up now. This is the this is these these baked these baked Turks, turkeys, um, who come on and they put this together. For a start, I'm offended. I'll be a lefty. I'm offended. Um and now, now I'm gonna have to identify as something completely different. But there you are on the left. They take the uh worst photo they could possibly get, usually mid-shot in a word or or some exhilarating um you know expression lee's one of course that is obviously taken from one of his uh um satire videos but they of course make it look like he's just a, a weird guy just like if they arrest someone and fit them up for a crime they know usually the state's done they'll make them look the worst so it already plants the seed to convict them later um i know the playbook remember people that's what i've been saying all the time you still won't come after me you turkeys so anyway there's a couple of people on here i don't want to be associated with why put me on there with canberra She's not even in my league. She couldn't even tie my shoelaces. Move aside. Um, Napoleon Bush, yeah. I'll hang out with that guy any day. Hannah's there, of course, so she made it as well. There's, a, there's some people in there I, I would hang with and I would talk to because they they're intelligent people. They've actually got a, a lot of brains. But and there, but there you are. Yeah, you've got a bigger picture than me. I'm actually offended by that too. Well, this is the difference, isn't it? Like, uh, Calvin, I found some of the memes and that they put up of me. I've actually found them quite humorous. And this is the difference is that uh, when you're a sane person who actually doesn't hate people and is not bitter and resentful towards people, even your worst enemies, you can actually see the humor in things, have a bit of a laugh yourself. Mm. Uh, but not so on the left. On the left, if you just give them a poke or a prod, you, you can't even have humor anymore. You can't joke about anything. I got accused of, accused 
for being a racist the other day because I did this little uh, skit thing on uh, TikTok about the uh, COVID-19 kid. Hurrah! The COVID-19 kid. And someone told me I was a racist because I put on an Asian accent. Oh, you, you only got to look at that Maori MP who wears the bloody cowboy hat. That's that's uh, that's a uh, whitey appropriation, but no one's ballsing him out for it, isn't it? They wear no. ties. They wear ties as well. Um, and suits. We lose I our sense of humor. Having suits. When we lose our sense of humor, we're in trouble as yeah. a people, folks. In fact, the, the thing I liked about the celebrity squares is that they're so dumb, they can't even label anything properly because they put cookers and Nazis of the pro-COVID occupations. <laughs> we're not pro-COVID. You know what I mean? That's just dumb, baked, stupid. They must have, um, I don't know, been off the reservation that day or basically took a few too many, uh, the old electric puha there. Or, okay, we'll call it something else. Otherwise, <laughs> I say, you're racist, you said puha. Whatever, moving right along. Okay, so so not only that, you're shadow banned, you're restricted, you can't post stuff, and it seems like you are, are being silenced because you've actually got a voice of reason. You've been silenced um, and cannot get your word out. Explain that. Well, We've got a few slides on that. Can, people can see it. That's right, Calvin. So, you know, mainstream medias uh, will not cover me, give me exposure here in Christchurch for the mayoralty campaign. And any little link there is to my name always goes to some far left hit job they've done on me. Yeah. Uh, a photo of me with the headline saying, you know, pastor rants at the police or something like that. But I've been working with Facebook, I have a mural page on Facebook, and folks, I can't even put up events or run adverts. They've um, temporarily restricted my adverts from running, and I've had back and forth, back and forth about seven times. They say, sorry, but your account's been temporarily restricted. Yep, it has it to run, and it may run for as much as a, cu a couple of months, which just happens to be coincidentally the time After that the, the local elections finish. Yeah. So you're not getting any airplay, basically. That's, that's what we're saying there. Um, now, you've been... People don't realize you 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 aren't a separatist. You don't you don't push one race out over another. In fact, racist. you're you're into trying to unify all, knowing that they can't all be unified into one barrow. That, I mean, this whole let's all be unified is a fallacy. I've said it before; it doesn't work. You can all have your individual groups that come together and push together because you will still have the same effect and collapse that building. So you can see here you've you've been out in um uh, protests before. Okay, we'll just run a few of these through. Um, you've been, you've, whether it's Voices for Freedom, uh, you know, the, the Freedom and Rights Coalition, who who they do run fantastic um, um, uh, events. You know, you've got to give kudos to them. Um, uh, and, 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 and yeah, and uh, you've even been there. You've spoken yep. to people in front of them in that. And whether it's only a handful or a big crowd, you're still there, and but you don't change your message. You're not um, there to basically just win votes, go into um, um, council and then basically sit on your laurels and, and do what these other fat cats do and sell them down the river, heavily fluoridate people. Oh, because cause the cause the Director General of Health on his way out through a hospital pass and told everyone, I direct you to do it. Piss off, Naughty, you don't have the power. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And for some of these mm -hmm. drongo mayors to say, oh, you know, we, we, we have to do it because no, you don't, you trippy bastards that's Push how back. dumb people yeah it's how Break dumb the people glass are. ceiling would you do that what would you would you stop fluoridization of the water well man i'll do everything in my power to it's, it's against our human rights you know even animals have a have the power and the freedom to decide what goes into their body whether food or water what goes into their body uh this is just disgusting and in terms of the groups here calvin i support any and every group that stands for new zealand sovereignty 
true democracy and freedom. And what I mean by freedom is enshrining the principles of the Bill of Rights. And so, yes, I would do everything in my power to push back against the system to bring back true democracy, true sovereignty, and true, true freedom to Kiwis. And I'm thinking nationally and I'm acting locally. And, uh, you know, I'm not a politician, God forbid. Uh, I, I think Kiwis are sick and tired of politicians, and I am. So I'm not a politician, but I'm getting into the political arena. I'm going to cage fight them, mate. Yep. I'm not orthodox. I'm not playing their games. I'm going to stand up as a basic true blue Kiwi and fight for our people, the heart and soul of our nation, that our Anzacs, our soldiers and families sacrificed their blood many years ago, and we've got to get it back. I'd rather be doing something else on my weekends, to be honest, but I'm going to stand up do what I can for our nation and uh, be able to hold my head up high afterwards, like many of those in the freedom movement are, like you and Hannah, and at least say, at least say we did something. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I have to ask you. This is the problem I think a lot of people have when it comes to Christians, pastors or whatever. It doesn't matter. No Christian party has ever succeeded in New Zealand politics at all. Why? Because we say we're a Christian nation, but we're anything but. You can tell by what's going on. None of the so-called Christians stood up. Well, not. that's actually, let me take that back. Let me reframe it. A lot of the real Christians <laughs> stood up and um, pushed back. Yeah. But the majority, who are the, what I call the sunshine Christians, they're only Christians when it's going well. Or in the sunshine, but never when it, the going gets tough. They did nothing. So that's why Christianity has never done it. But a lot of people, because there are some pastors in different parts of the world and that who are not only pedophiles, but uh, but idiots and they sell out their congregation. They just rip them off and all that sort of stuff. That's why people like yourself get crucified by the ones on the left, I think. You know what I mean? And the fact that you you yourself stand for a moral, virtuous things, something I'm, I'm not even close to you on that. You oh, know, I'm, 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 I think... I don't just have baby steps in that. I'm like nano steps, you know. So, what do you say? What do you say to that? You, you're a, you're a pastor. You believe in God, obviously. A bit. You're not the sort who does what a lot do and think, "I'll just sit over here because in this Bible it says, oh, no, we're meant to go through seven years of this crap, so it'll be fine in seven years or a thousand years of peace.' That's bullshit, isn't it?" Well, first of all, Calvin, uh, no one's better than anyone else. I'm not better than anyone else, mate. And uh, I'm so better than we're, lefties. We're on, uh, we're, on, <laughs> we're on equal footing, I think, in terms of, you know, we're all made of the same human clay. And, uh, you know, and in my view, none of us are without fault or, or imperfection, especially not myself. And, uh, you know, I've been really disappointed with um, the, uh, I guess, uh, Christendom, if you want to put it that way. It's a very, it's a very broad brush, Calvin, in terms of, uh, what people profess to be calling themselves Christian and what that looks like when you actually get into the into the Bible and see what Christ is like and how he acted. Christ was there for the oppressed. He touched he touched lepers. Uh, he opened prisons. He was not prejudiced. He was not racist, as we see happening in our country of legislated apartheid and racism. You know, if Jesus came in the flesh again, and he will one day, I believe, but if he was back here... I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If he was back here in the flesh, <laughs> to duck ready for that mate, lightning. Think about this. Think about this, Kelvin. If he was here in the flesh, being the son of God, he wouldn't have got a jab, mate. That's right. And he'd be knocking on the door of the church and saying, Can I come in? And he wouldn't be allowed into those churches that are supposed to be worshipping him. Yeah. So we've got a massive problem here, mate. But um I'm not Can you I'm imagine not... it? I'm the son of God. I've come back uh on, on the second coming. Hang on, have you got a mask? Have you got your backs passed? Can you imagine it? That's it. What That's would he it. do? He'd give them a hiding. He'd do it all over again. He'd Give him a hiding. Well, there's going to be a big hiding when he gets back, to be honest. And yeah. uh, tragically, a lot of people aren't going to be prepared for that. 
But, you know, I'm not running as a uh, pastor. I'm not running as a Christian. I'm running as a Kiwi, as a New Zealand. I'm not running to Bible bash people. Um, I'm running here to uh, to see the sovereignty and democracy of a nation returned. You got onto another slide, did we? Yep, this is what we've got here. You're, uh... So I, I, I want to find this out. Now, your vision for Christchurch, you want to be the, the you want to be the envy of every city in New Zealand. Yep, yep. How are you going to achieve that when, when it's, a, it's a disaster zone? Right. Well, one of the ways of achieving that is uh, being the uh, champion of the Bill of Rights in New Zealand, uh, the principles of the New Zealand Bill of Rights. Now, I know some people go on about, well, you know, it can be undermined and it can be and it shouldn't be. It's been usurped and it's been violated. And my belief is, Calvin, if the principles of the New Zealand Bill of Rights were upheld, we would not be in this disgusting mess as a nation that we're in right now. Absolutely right. So one of the ways to make Christchurch the envy of all New Zealand and hopefully a model, a model for new, other cities in New Zealand, something to aspire and something to motivate and encourage and strengthen Afi, all those other cities, is to ensure that Christchurch is a Bill of Rights city, that those rights and freedoms would no longer be able to be undermined or violated as they have, and protections around it so they can't be. Yeah. Now, what are the things you see in terms of building, in terms of um, the civil works? Are they prepared for another disaster? Well, I I, I don't know about that. I guess uh, as Kiwis, we're going to do what we can. But uh, in terms of mild to moderate issues in Christchurch, some common sense needs to come back to get in there and help folks out who are struggling. Got a photo of me there um, bailing out some water at uh, Peter Timms in Christchurch here. Now, those guys have been waiting for 10 years, 10 years for the council to do something that is not rocket science to fix this flooding issue for this butchery. There's a little low um, gut of about one and, a half, one and a half inches high, I kid you not, outside that butchery. Just put a two-foot concrete concrete nib right along there. Could have could have fixed that. Yeah. But you know, um, one of the other mural candidates turns up a few weeks before this, and he sucks some water out, and he gets a glossy big write up on how great he is. <laughs> I turn up with my wife a few weeks later to help with the problem sandbagging and uh, and the water there, and uh, get basically basically nothing but but a three-second bit of ridicule on national television. And you're actually there to genuinely help rather than um, get your name in the paper. So one of my policies, Calvin, is earned um, an urgent response and needs task force, okay, to deal with these these, uh, basic mild to moderate issues, earned, earned because the ratepayers have earned this right to have a responsive council that acts swiftly to sort issues out like Peter Timms had and and many other minor to moderate issues all around Christchurch. Now, at the moment, everything's us about face. They've got the wrong focus on priorities as well. If you want to explain um, this uh, next slide and talk us through it with the triangle and everything. Yep. So some of you. And, and before anyone says, <laughs> it's like they use the pyramid, you know, the five meals a day. It's a triangle. Pyramid. Yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, you'll have these leftist pricks saying, oh, look at that. You're bloody masons. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going to give you a mason shortly because I've got a slide with one who actually is one of the reasons why the world's still at the moment holding on because they wrote this particular document that's stopping the U.S. from falling into the hands of the very people you profess to hate. Yeah, I'd love to segue into a bit of a mental health comment there, um, Calvin, really, because, you know, what's happening in the ethos of politics universally and in New Zealand is they're using, uh, you know, psyopses with fear and confusion and and, we, and major censorship. And you 
majorly censor a population and you amp up fear and confusion, you're going to get people not knowing what to believe and trust. And you're going to get people, you know, looking at every little thing like a triangle and making something of it. But that triangle there, it's just disappeared. But that's um, actually, uh, actually a triangle from a man called Abraham Maslow's hierarchy and needs. And basically what it says simply is that, you know, for human beings to be thriving, happy and well-adjusted, you've got to take care of the priorities food, clothing, shelter, and up the list there, safety, uh, then a sense of community. And what we have in Christchurch is, a, and, and probably over the country, but speaking for Christchurch, is a real massive uh, misprioritization of funding. So we've got we've got uh, problems in the city of sewerage. Uh, we've got an issue with the hospital car parking where uh, there's no adequate car parking. We've got all kinds of stuff going on. People without homes, not have, being fed. We've got rates increases coming up 24% in a year. They're predicting 44% increase in rates from ECAN in 10 years. And we're looking at building a $683 million stadium or something and spending $22 million, would you believe, $22 million on 4.5 kilometers of cycleway when we have all these issues. We've got safety issues, risk issues. You can't walk down the street. Uh, tragically for some people, without putting, having a knife put through your guts. Yep. And you can't get a response from the police when you're burgled or assaulted, they don't even turn up unless you um, drop your mask and they'll come and smash your face in the dirt, maybe because you've had a mask violation. So the priorities are all messed up. So look after the fundamental things, food, clothing, shelter, um, security and health. And then people are going to actually be uh, rejuvenated, feeling healthy, well-adjusted, and we can enjoy some of the other things too. Not get, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying we shouldn't have great facilities like stadiums and things like that but not at the expense of the fundamental things that keep people happy, healthy, and safe and secure in their own environment. Well, without a strong community, you don't have a strong society, and especially and that comes back to the family. Ruin the family, you've ruined everything. And that's, that's right. why they target those families ad nauseum. Well, now, you've got, a, you've got a high five. I actually quite like this, to be honest, the high five for Christchurch. you want to run through those? Yep, so high five for Christchurch is basically just uh, uh, five points for the policy that our campaign is running on for Christchurch. And, it, and, it's, and it's, you know, someone criticizes the other day, you don't really get much in your policy. Well, if you want more information, I've got a four-page document to break down these policies. So basically, a high five for Christchurch. Let's get positive. Empowering Christchurch to thrive. Free, uh, free, freeing Christchurch to choose. You know, again, coming back to the Bill of Rights, choosing what goes on your body, choosing what goes in your body. Supporting Christchurch to heal. Uh, in terms of mental health, one of the policies I have is to ensure that in our city, People have access to mental health services with with us for individual mental health, relationship services, family services, um, leaving Christchurch to live. You know, get back home and living, not just surviving. You know, you ask people, how are you doing? I'm surviving. Well, we're going to go beyond surviving. We're going to get back to living. Yeah. And then lastly, urging Christchurch to unite, regarding, regardless of religion, creed, race, color, you know, kotahi tangata, one people uniting. We don't agree on everything. Hang on, mate. You're meant to be racist. You can't say that. <laughs> it's, that's the irony of that, man. I'm, I'm a... You know, a lot of people criticize me because um, X on 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 um, perhaps on the right because you know I, I I do value and cherish our historical history as a nation of Maori and non-Maori come together. I actually love Tereo, and uh, and I love our people. I love oh, they're good heritage. people. I mean, the, the Celts welcomed them when they arrived. Just saying. <laughs> so that's good. I like your high five. So let's let's get on to the next one because this is this, of course this is when you put out your little blurb about yourself. And of course, you took some uh, crap with that as well, didn't you? 
a lot of people saying you weren't a proper registered oh, nurse. You were, right. you were basically, you were in a psychiatrist or worked in the psychiatric field. You were more psycho. Um, how, 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 how did that come, how did that come about? Because there you are with, um, you've got a, just my medal. Your, your little medal? Yep. Is that your, uh, what, what do you call that? You get that when you're a registered nurse, you get a New Zealand registered nurse medal. And that's um, something I graduated back in 1990 as a comprehensive registered nurse, which means you train across all scopes, medical, surgical, yep. A&E, mental health, obstetrics, delivered a couple of babies even, uh, community nursing. You, you train across the scope, but I specialize in mental health. And I've worked in mental health for just under 30 years. You name it, I've dealt with it from inpatient psychiatry to crisis teams to specialised child, adolescent and family mental health service. Delivered a couple of babies. Private practice. Delivered a couple of babies. Yeah, I've got That's a funny right. story about that for time. But, I'm, um, I'm trying to make a couple. Does that count? Hey. You registered something. Anyway, um, <laughs> move on. Now, how we get there. This is, what this is. Uh, I suppose, one of the things I really liked when we uh, discussed it previously uh, before um, we we even decided the the show was going to be a thing. Um, and this here, because we, as we know, we don't, we, we don't have a one shoe fits all way to do anything. We are divided. Um, so how are we going to have all these little individuals maintain their little egomaniacal stand, still push their own little barrow without getting a flat tire or feeling like they're getting a flat tire from anyone else and one movement to push over. The, um, the building that we want to collapse. How are we going to do that? Right. Well, I've, I've thought about this long and hard, just like you and many others. And uh, it's about identifying the things that divide. So people can have their diversity and, and, and we can celebrate our differences, but we need to eliminate the things that divide these minor parties and groups, whether it's the actual, uh, you know, uh, electorate parties for, for the uh, political parties for the central election or for our freedom movement groups. Two things that divide people. So let's talk about it on a national scale. So I'm, I'm acting, I'm focusing nationally, but I'm acting locally. So I've got my eyes on the election next year and some uh, putting forth a model I've been talking about for about a, well, at least about a year now, I believe. Yeah, yeah but videos I'm acting on it. locally, acting locally for the mayoralty. So two things that divide minor parties we saw the last election. And if I asked what those two things are, the first thing people would say would be egos. Yeah. Egos divide. And the second thing that divides uh, for minor parties is a plethora or multitude of policies. Every time you have a policy, you're going to have division. So when you when you got minor parties trying to come together and have everyone accept their thousand policies, it's not going to happen. So desperate times call for desperate measures. So just focusing in basically simply on eliminating the two things that divide. First, ego. So what I propose I've been pushing and talking about is the independent coalition that uh, in terms of leadership has a facilitative and rotational leadership. So no one is actually the big kahuna dictating what goes on. The, the leadership is um, facilitative and, and it's, uh, and it's rotational. Yep. And so everyone gets a turn. And uh, so basically this party would unite on three things, restricting and, and uh, reducing all that multiple of policies down to three things, uniting on true democracy, elected representation centrally and locally, sovereignty and independent self-sufficient new zealand and freedom freedom according to the bill of rights so that means minor parties could jump on the independent coalition party bus and the ticket that gets you on board is a commitment to sovereignty democracy and freedom and you get to keep all your thousand other policies yeah. and also you get to still remain the leader of your party so whether it's uh you know 
Outdoors Party or Vision Party, One Party, if they jump on the Independent Coalition Party bus based on democracy, freedom, and sovereignty, they keep to get the they keep the leadership of their party and they keep all their other policies. When they get on the bus, like it is when you get on a bus, you don't have to like the other people on the bus. You don't have to talk to them, or you can. But you're going to the same concert. You're going to the same concert. And the concert we're going to is getting sovereign, freedom-loving, democratic-loving people into government this next election. Now, I know other minority parties are talking about this, Kelvin, but I still don't think the penny's dropped yet because a lot of the minor parties and freedom groups all want unity, but they want unity under me. Yep. I've got everyone holding the steering wheel driving the bus. No, no, no. So rotational, facilitative leadership and eliminating a plethora of uh, policies, I believe this is a, a model that can really work. I think that's one of the biggest problems is when, a, like me, I'd rather ban political parties. There should be no political parties. There should be direct representation. That's how it should be. You're in there to do it with how we want done. And if you can't do it, get the hell out. Have a right of recall. So if they don't deliver, get them out straight away. None of this wait three years crap while they've been paid behind the, you know, to, to push their agendas. So get rid of political parties. And then if they go in and there's a constitution, of course, to protect their rights and freedoms, to limit their power against the people so the people can remove them at any time should they get out of hand, like the criminal organization that has taken root in Parasite Palace that needs to be bloody fumigated. Now, of course, the lefty go hard on me. They say, oh, he's advocating violence. I'm advocating dragging them out and get putting them up on charges. Absolutely, I'm doing that. Why? Because they're murdering pack of bastards. Accountability. Exactly. So come at me. Mainstream media, come at me, Jacinda, and you bloody clones and you minions and you uh, rainbow fairy bloody gender-confused clowns. Come at me. If you can't prove me wrong, shut the hell up, get out the way, and let's save this nation. Sorry to uh, interrupt with your little uh, campaign in there, but uh, I had to... Uh, it must feel uh, better. Oh, it does. Actually, it does. <laughs> it's, almost, it's almost like... Um, yeah, it's almost going, going to confession. And I confess, they're a bunch of fucking idiots. Okay, so... The party bus love the idea. Now, what's at stake? Remember, you're thinking locally, uh, thinking, um, thinking nicely, acting, acting locally. locally. Yep. What's at stake? Should um we should we fail this? If people don't come together and they continue this, uh, I'm I'm bit better. So you, I've got a better idea. So you should follow me. If that doesn't, we're going to get more of the same, aren't we? Well, there's nothing at stake, Kelvin, except losing our nation. <laughs> yeah, nothing right. much at all. Yeah. Yep. Folks, uh, you know, this is this is uh, do or die stuff. These are desperate times, desperate measures. And yeah. if we don't get it together as minor parties and independents, because this could be an election for independence, by the way, uh, if we don't get this together, we're going to have a repeat of the last election and we're not going to be so fortunate for the next three years. The hammer's going to drop. So I'm really hoping and praying, Kelvin, that uh, the penny will drop and, and before sense. the next election, people will see sense and they'll quit this nonsense about having to be the leader and having unity under them and take on board what I've been talking about for at least the last six months to a year about facilitative rotational leadership and a real option like the Independent Coalition Party bus that will work. Yeah, because yeah, there isn't a party. I mean... Like we, we talk about uh, national in name only, the Linos, and then of course you've got the Linos, Labour in, uh, uh, in name only, and you can do it with the Greens, the Genos, or whatever. Multi is a bit a bit harder. Oh no, Minos, the Minos, yep, that's no worries at all. Act, well, they're just actors anyway, aren't they? That's why they call it Act, the Foul Act. Um, but these people have no, they've got no heart for this country. They're, they're destroying right. it. Um, 
and yet you, you saw with um even they're all over the world economic forum this is the darling country you are the lab rat for the rest of the world you are the people that they bring all their crap and all their plans and all their agendas to try out on like i said you are the lab rats if you swallow it it is then farmed out and put across the world because it's like okay that country it's got borders there's a big sea there we can monitor these people easy it's a crotch section it's a utopia for us because you've got a whole lot of breeds a whole lot of uh, ideologies so let's see which ones get sucked in faster than anyone else well it just happens to be the fruits cakes who um who are at the moment any anyone with a functioning brain cell where they haven't got the ears just to play ping pong with it realize that there's something seriously wrong people are dying the excess mortality rate has gone up you can't conceal that people you can put it down to whatever you like sudden deaths whatever it does not matter you cannot hide the fact that more people are dying than ever before and it's definitely skewed the graph anyway that's right it's another rant um so you've mentioned uh the world economic forum you know you were talking before that the nw we will lose this nation we have already sold out, well, we haven't, the, our, the people we supposedly, that we laughingly call honorable politicians or anything, but they've sold us out. Most of them are on the take. I mean, you only got to look at, remember, David Long, you $40,000 a month, paid in your Hebrides bank account. Jim Bolger selling us out $20,000 a month. Roger Douglas, who was meant to be the money man, $10,000 a month, cheap whore, um, and a few others, and a whole lot of stuff. Drugs coming through, bloody BNZ, um, Auckland, BNZ, Wellington, Robert Jones Investments, blah, 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 from the Onassis cocaine dollars and all that. Oh, I'll tell you, it's a, it's a shitstorm here. But this has been going on for ages. What are you going to do about it? Well, what I'm going to do about it, Calvin, is do my best and everything with my power to bring back true public representation, bring back true public servants. And one of the policies for Christchurch uh, that I'm uh, standing by and standing on is a ratepayer referendum, ratepayer referendum. They know where to find your mailbox. They send you a rates bill. Yeah. And uh, so for major issues, ratepayer referendum, where the ratepayer gets sent a notice to say, are you behind spending $22 million on a four-kilometer cycleway or not? Yes or no. They ticket send it back. That way, ratepayers get real representation. They get to decide where their money goes. When they were receiving submissions for the uh, $483 million, or oh, no, $600, $683 million, whatever it is, stadium, wow. it's over $600 million, uh, apparently 15% of the submissions came from outside of Christchurch. What business do people have outside of Christchurch determining how Christchurch ratepayers' money is spent? So I say bring the power back to the people, uh, get democracy back. The uh, Hey Poor Poor United Nations document that is fueling this three waters nonsense, smashing democracy, it, it's destroying democracy. Uh, they did the same thing when they destroyed the ability for uh, local cities to vote for area health boards and yep. centralize the uh, the uh, health system to the central government. Incrementally and subtly, they're just destroying democracies. I say bring it back, bring it back, <clears throat> elected representation centrally and locally. And I'm going to do everything in my power to ensure that happens. You do realize we're inherently lazy bastards, don't you? We 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 will get some mail. We'll think it's a bill and we'll throw it away, or a, or a, or a parking ticket, whatever. We don't actually do anything with it. When we're lazy, sure we can open up, we can tick a box, but then we got to drag our ass, get a proper envelope, at least a self-addressed, and then we got to put it in the box. Would you consider creating something like blockchain? Um, binding citizens initiate a referendum blockchain, so that's that's covered from start to finish. You can't fudge that when it's done properly. Sounds brilliant. Because when we're all on our we're all on our, our devices anyway, 
Yeah, that sounds brilliant, using that technology uh, to our advantage, much more economical. But, you know, when it comes to submissions as a way of um, gaining public public viewpoint on any big decisions, that's that's a really numbnut approach because psycholo- psychologically we all wired up different. Not everyone yeah. will sit down intellectually and academically and write a 10-page submission. But if you make that's it right. simple, just a ticker box, you know, whether it's um, by snail mail or through block. Yeah, in, block other words, in other words, I can't be bothered explaining why it's a bad idea, you prick. It's just a bad idea. That's I don't right. want Common it. Common sense. Yeah. And, have, and, 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 and having a right, having a right to say, if you're a ratepayer, having the right Much to better. say where your money goes. Yeah, absolutely. So we've, um, now a couple of, a couple of quotes. Remember people, I, I've said it like on and on and on. And I say it all the time. You have the absolute right to self-defense and defense of yourself and others. You have the absolute right to save your lives and the lives of others. Even people like Gandhi, when a law is unjust, it is only right to disobey. Police, you better get on the same page. No one knows there's some good cops there. I know a lot of people on our side think, no, they're not, they're all pricks, blah, 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 because look what they did in Wellington. Not all of them were cops. And a lot of people resigned because of that, because it's not the police force they went into. It's like anything else. It's, it's almost become like a cult now. It's a private security force now um, trying to back 100% government and all its crap it's trying to push onto the public. Well, that needs to change. And, I, and hang on, here's, here's one more quote, just to back it up. Let's take it back to good old uh, Freemason Thomas Jefferson. Okay, just one of many Freemasons. Now, they write this law. You know, if a law is unjust, um, a man not only right, is not only right to disobey it, he is obligated to do so. He's That's obligated. Right. So I've, I've often said, look, we don't have to attack and physically harm these people. But the police have to do their job. They need to arrest them. They need to put them up on charges. This is a fa- The facts are there. The evidence is clear. You have culprits. Crimes have been committed. Do something. That's right. And would you agree? They have declared war on us. People are actually dying. And what are they using to kill people? The jabs. Hypothetically, if I was to suddenly physically get involved with this war, see if this can get me arrested, um, I would find, because if you want to really take out an army, you take out their supply chain. You take away their means to wage war. So you hit everywhere, they've got these jabs. Destroy them. You don't have to physically destroy the people, but by doing so, you, you're ensuring no harm is caused. Anyway. so you did that, say hypothetically. No, I'd actually do that myself, personally. Hypothetically speaking. Yeah, that, that, you're hypothetical. I'm, I'm, I'm more of a direct action man myself. You know, it's like civil disobedience. No, you're not going to jab anyone, you pricks, uh, because it's been proven to be a killer. That's just a fact. Okay. <clears throat> do it. Um, okay. Now, you, of course, went... Uh, New Year's Eve, you decided to go out enjoy yourself. You know, sure. New Year's Eve. We're about to mm. we're about to come to yet another shitty year. Why not celebrate? And um, you come back to your house being broken into. Uh, we've seen the videos online and that, but this is this is the same sort of thing because you're outspoken, because you want to protect people, because you have actually the heart to do something right, and you're not backing off, and you won't be silenced. Boom, you get raided. But well, you thought right. it was a a robbery at first. Well, that's right. We got home um, on New Year's Eve. We went out New Year's Eve and we were crossing one of the main highways and saw about five uh, cop cars marked. Cop cars sta- uh, parked at the intersection, given way to me on the right of way through. 
And I joked with my wife, Mal, and said, hey, look, honey, they're coming for me. <laughs> and uh, never never a true word spoken in jest. So we got home, and, and we've been broken into, and uh, Mal yelled out, we've been burgled, and uh, got very concerned because um, nothing nothing you'd think that burglars would take was missing. Yeah. And so I thought, oh, my goodness gracious. What then? I thought, uh-oh, they're after my firearm because I'm a safe and responsible gun owner. And uh, sure enough, went to where my firearm was kept and the uh, the case had been ripped off the wall. And uh, funnily enough, the key was still in the um, safe, which was peculiar. So I went upstairs and the ammunition had been taken where the ammunition was kept separate away, separate from the pin of the firearm. And uh, as according to law, and uh, it was like, my goodness gracious, some gang members have broken in and got my firearm. So and I got I, really concerned. And I have to say, that's a dumb law. If someone's going to break in your house and stab you in the throat or whatever, the last thing you're going to do is say, right, I need to get my gun out from over there. I need to race upstairs, load it up before I can shoot the prick. Come on. That's just stupid. Sorry about this. So anyways, uh, <laughs> I think it was out the window, I don't know. Um, I thought I'd ring the police. Or, uh, well, I rang the police straight away. And uh, they didn't say anything. Yeah, but anyway, cut a long story short, uh, we found out later on the evening it was the police who had invaded our home, vandalized our property, stolen my stuff, and left my lovely wife traumatized with PTSD, severe PTSD, for the next six weeks. It was the New Zealand police. And that came after uh, me speaking out, protesting uh, to uh, higher authorities in our country and attending other protests. And the rationale given to me for seizing my uh, pea shooter 22 <clears throat> later was full of political nonsense and lies, like accusing me of masquerading as a New Zealand registered nurse, et cetera, et cetera. So yes. it was completely and utterly Which political. you are, exactly. And of course, you talked about the uh, New Zealand Bill of Rights and how, and I said it's subordinate legislation. I've been telling people that forever. If they declare an initial emergency or if they decide they're going to... Um, um, say there's a pandemic on, a fake one, as we know, then they can eviscerate anyone you normally rely on, like peaceful assembly, peaceful this, 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 this. it's gone. Yeah. They can just do it because that's the that's the hook. Call everything a crisis. And of course, then the police, the uh, private security force for the government uh, policy rollout and the World Economic Forum dictates and the New World Order and uh, you know, branded as the Great Reset, they come in and what do they normally say to you? We are only doing our job. Yep, it's usually the case. We're only doing our job. We're only standing by while your children are getting killed and you're all developing heart attacks. But we're spinning out all the stories, of course, to explain why these sudden deaths are happening. And uh, sometimes, geez, I've seen some where you, if you have an orgasm now, you can develop heart problems and die. Okay, that, granted, that's a bloody good way to go. But um, I wouldn't, you know, it, yeah, it's 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 criminal. Barack Obama said this about my pay scale, Kelvin. Yeah, no, I'm my mind's always there anyway. Um, speaking of Barack Obama, they're all buying beachfront property. So if, you know, if the global warming craps to be a believer, that'll be under, they'll be all flipping on their lawns soon with gills. They just, I mean, why aren't the insurance company saying, Hey, I'm not going to, we're not going to insure you, insure your beachfront property anymore because it's going to disappear. They're not. Hello. Anyway. So, so get the memo, mate. exactly. So, so where can everyone find you, Carl, where they can actually get your info direct without through the lens of these, um, trolls and well, complete nutcases to be honest. Yep, well, you can uh, contact me uh, either by, if you want to contact me personally through Gmail, carlbromley at gmail.co.nz, or you can go to my YouTube channel, Is It Just Me NZ, which is also a channel on Odyssey, Telegram, and BitChute. Uh, otherwise, you can go to my mural page on Facebook or find me on Facebook. 
And of course, don't forget to like, subscribe, share it everywhere, because when they do shadow ban, it doesn't get reached the amount of people. But once you subscribe, you do get, do get the notifications and you can pass them on. Christchurch, let's get behind this man. Put him in there. Uh, I do believe that he will do good for you. Um, and if he doesn't, we'll drag him out and we'll uh, kick shit out of him. Fair enough. Actually, you can answer to God for your bullshit then, because, you know. That's right. Anyway. <laughs> okay thanks Carl. and uh before we, before we go out we're going to go out with um a, a back-to-back clip um from alex jones and he uh, explains of course what trump is going to do when he gets back in fascinating one to watch because like damien said it's going to happen uh people like jacinda are doing and that are going down it's all over for them because they will help part of the campaign of spying on him and all that so should be jumping ship soon you watch and, of course, the mega Republican, uh, Harriet Hagman, who's going against Liz Cheney from the Cheney. That's right. The Cheney family, who is dodgy as, uh, well, as Ben says, whether you pipe in a plumbing store, to be honest. Um, and she's going to um, Steve Bannon. Of course, he's up there. It's Alex Jones introducing it. Steve Bannon's up there, and he's telling him what they're going to do. Oh, I think I didn't get the number. Apparently, Alex Jones is not introducing this. It'll be Steve Bannon. What do you mean, Whatever. Yep. So anyway, have a look at this and we will see you on the next show. We'll try to be on time as well. And thank you very much for the sound. Hopefully it come across well and my rants actually made an impact. So uh, see you later. Thanks, Carl. Thank you. This is your next mayor or councillor. You decide. It is your choice after all. And uh, we'll now convert her back to Hannah. Thank you. See ya. That's why Cash Patel, this great patriot, actually... People think Cash is just a genius about counterterrorism and national security and everything like that, and he is, and he'll be the, the head of the CIA in the second term. But Cash understands the administrative state. This is more than a bureaucracy, right? This is an organic thing that's grown. It has its own courts. It puts its own legislation out in the Federal Register. It has its own enforcement capability. It's an absolute government that must be taken apart brick by brick. And Cash gave us, Cash showed us how. Axios has been reporting it. Remember, we have 4,000, 4,000 political appointees in any administration. One, roughly 1,000 have to be Senate confirmed, so they're going to take a while. 3,000 can hit the beach day one. In 16, in 16, obviously, it was a come-from-behind victory. We didn't have this. We didn't have the troops. We, didn't, we hadn't really gotten organized like that. But now we have no excuse. This is why you have all these great think tanks coming up. We're going to have a well-trained cadre of people that will hit the beach day one. And their number one thing is to start taking apart the federal bureaucracy brick by brick. who created it. We're fed up with the attacks on our fossil fuel and energy industries. We're fed up with an open border. We're fed up with human trafficking. We're fed up with fentanyl flooding our country. And we're fed up with illegal immigration. We're fed up with critical race theory. We're fed up with boys competing in girls sports. We're fed up with... conservative speech. We're fed up with our government.
permanent universities censoring conservative thought, canceling debate, and rewriting history. We're fed up with the corruption in the FBI, the Department of Homeland Security, the CIA, the NSA, and the FISA court. We're fed up with mask mandates, vaccine mandates, the CDC, the NIH, the WHO, and the misinformation campaign surrounding COVID-19. We're fed up with the politicians and the elitists in D.C. who are getting rich while the middle class falls further behind every year. We're fed up with Joe Biden, with Nancy Pelosi. We're fed up with the January 6th Commission and those people who think that they can gaslight us. Find Counterspin, New Zealand's media revolution, at counterspinmedia.com. And now, on the InfoWars Network, at band.video. Mama, I have an ouchie. It's okay, Mama will fix it. Simply shake ouchie powder directly onto the wound. The natural antibiotic properties of ouchie powder will sterilize the wound. Once the powder is applied, wait a few seconds while the ouchie powder absorbs the excess blood and forms a protective layer sealing the wound. Thanks, Mum. Can I go play now? Ouchie powder. Fixes wounds fast. <laughs> 